0: well good morning everybody good afternoon to some good morning to others i am dr walter Sam's host of the dr walter sam show here on wjpmg radio it is so good for us to be here you guys hold on one quick second hold on hold on hold on it is so good for us to be here i have a very special guest today and as she said it's kind of come full circle uh because we met on the radio. I'm so excited to have her. I'm so excited to have her on the air with me. It is a blessing to have Great friends that are doing great things. Again, good morning, everybody. Good afternoon, uh to everybody living on uh in the Eastern Standard Time Zone. Good morning to everybody else. Uh wanna give a shout out to Juan. Want to give a shout out to uh DJ Wife, Miss Vanessa, and everybody listening by way of WJPMG Radio. We have a very special guest. We we made uh we could have had her here yesterday, but I kind of wanted to have the crew together yesterday, and we were chopping it up yesterday. Had oh man, it was so funny. The show was so funny yesterday. It's our relationship show on Tuesday, but everybody, we have been uh, not on the air together for a minute. You know, we just came through the hurricane and everything. And so yesterday we were cutting up. And so I told uh, my guest, Ms. LaShawn, uh, that I would have her on today. I was supposed to have her on last, uh, well, Monday as a matter of fact, but we didn't really know what the weather was going to be like. So she rearrange her schedule so we could be on the air together today. So I'm not going to do a whole lot of uh, housekeeping. I'll save that for later on in the show. And I just wanted to let her know that publicly that I am so proud of her. Uh, This book uh, is definitely her baby. She birthed it. And uh, I love the title. I am not an option. And so without any further ado, I would like to welcome uh, into the studio with me, my dear friend, my sister, uh, one of my ride or die. She's one of the wheels on my Bentley, and uh, she um, <laughs> she's in love. She's in love too, y'all. But we'll talk about that a little bit later. But Miss LaShawn McCray, how you how you doing, girlfriend?
1: I am fabulous. How are you, my dear?
0: Oh well, listen. If I was in the bed, we'd be twins. All right, I hear
1: you. <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> well, Thank y'all, you for y'all having y'all me on
0: the show. Uh, you're more than welcome. Y'all know we must definitely be uh, Kendra Spirits because she is a Pittsburgh Steeler fan and I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan and y'all even know y'all already know what that means. You already know about the rivalry, but uh football aside, she is uh, probably one of the most wonderful people that I know. She's uh she's Aww. sincere. Uh if uh if you need a friend, uh having her as a friend is a good thing. And uh, we have been together. LaShawn, we met on the radio, didn't we?
1: I believe so. I've been trying to figure out exactly where and when we met. I know it was at least six years ago. That's And right. That's right. it had something to do with the radio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> something and you to do know
0: with what, the radio. what's so, so, funny, so, just what's blame so funny, It on that. your show, Intentional, uh, Intentional Living, uh, radio was on Sunday mornings. It was every other Sunday morning. And I remember it as if it was yesterday because I was in the driveway of my in-laws house. And it was right at about six years ago. And uh, we talked about living uh, on purpose and living motivated. And uh, that just kicked off our relationship. And then we finally met in person in Atlanta. And uh, it has just been a blessing. And we, yeah, we've known each other for about six years now. And uh, it's been one whale of a journey. Let, let me ask you this before we get into your book. Looking back over the last six years of your life, what can you say that that life has taught you over the last six years, Ms. LaShawn?
1: Ooh, wow. I've learned so many things over the years. But I think the most important that I've learned was, to be patient. Oh, that's good. Yeah, just to be patient. And the other lesson, and I think this one is equally as important, is to really do your best to enjoy the journey. I know we hear that all the time, and it's so cliche.
0: Right. And it's
1: also very unfortunate that very few people actually do it
0: that they you know say it,
1: but at, but but doing it is completely different you know and i i believe that that helps you with your patience along the way if you're finding uh, a way to enjoy the journey
0: that's exactly right i love that i love that and 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 patience is one of those things that you have to learn isn't it
1: I did. <laughs> I don't speak for everybody, but I know I did. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, you have you have to be patient, and, and so okay, so so let let let's chase this rabbit for a minute. So so what is it about patience? And uh, y'all, this is not scripted, and this is what I love about LaShawn. She's a fellow coach, and so she. She has a lot on her heart. So when I ask her a question, she already really knows the answer because she knows how I think. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so, LaShawn, what's the biggest part about being patient? Why do so many people really struggle about being patient?
1: Because we want everything now.
0: That's right.
1: You know, technology is a wonderful thing, but the drawback to it is. We don't want to wait for anything. You know, I remember years ago when the Internet first came out, dial-up, you sat there forever waiting for (laughs) something to download. (laughs) You know, now it's like click, and it's not there, and, you know, we're losing our patience, and, you know, we're getting all upset, and, you know, even, you know, with text messages, you know, Once upon a time, we didn't carry a phone with us that can also take pictures and have videos and connect you to people across the world. You know, if somebody left a message, we were fine. We'll get the message when we get back to the house. And we were okay with that. Now I sent you a text message. You got about ten seconds to respond, <laughs> you know. Or I'm just like, well, you know what? Why well, you, you're not answering my text now? What's up with that? You know. You know, so, I, mean, I mean, that it's, happened. It's that that happened whole to mindset us. of it. What's yeah, that? Yeah, that
0: happened. That happened to us yesterday. I, I responded to you. I texted you, and then right after that, I said, "Hey, let me call her." And uh, you had you were in the process of texting me back answered the phone. And he said, well, I just texted you the answer I asked you the question. You said, well, this is what I responded. And then when I hung up, you looked at the phone. Oh, that's why I didn't, you didn't see the text. Because I just was about to text. I didn't send it. Right. And I answered your phone. You know what I'm saying? And so uh-huh. we want it we wanted right now. Because I remember that sound, you know, when you were connecting to AOL.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know,
0: it's just just phenomenal how uh, times have changed, but the process, not so much. You have to be patient and being patient is such an important thing. And that being said, that's a good segue into this book. And so tell everybody, uh, let's start here. What was your motivation behind your new book, I'm Not an Option?
1: You know, it's interesting. A really good friend of mine had been trying to get me to write a book on relationships for about three years now. And originally I was opposed to it. I was just like, no, I I don't feel like – I'm not feeling that. And I remember him saying, but LaShawn, you understand men so well. He said, you know, I have a lot of female friends. He's just like, but your understanding of men – is really really good and i believe that you know you could help a lot of women if you wrote a Amen. book and like i said at that time i was just like nah uh, uh-uh, don't want to do that well by the end of last summer i was having a conversation uh with my boyfriend and wow. i remember him you know just sharing with me different conversations that he was having uh with different women And someone had asked him, well, why her? And he went on to explain how, you know, I was very upfront about what I wanted and how I was very comfortable being myself and, you know, just, you know, a few other things. And I remember asking him at that time, well, what were other women saying to you? You know, when, when you were dating, before we got together, what, what were people saying to you? And it was this overall, I don't want a relationship, I'm good, you know, blah, blah, blah. And blah, 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 when you uh-huh. said that to me, all of a sudden something hit me. And I, and I don't mean hit me physically, it was just in the inside of me, I just, I can't even explain it, but there was a shift. There was an yeah. immediate shift. And I remember getting frustrated. I remember feeling angry. And I remember saying internally to myself, I didn't say these words out loud to him, but I remember saying to myself, we're not doing this anymore. And it really, oh, I'm sorry, I'm starting to get emotional. I said I wasn't going to do this. But it really, it it was just something inside me that said, we as women need to stand up. And we need to have the courage to really speak whatever it is that we want and not be afraid because this man may walk away from me. My Lord. And at that moment, I mean, I really did. It just welled up inside me, and I was just like, we're not doing this anymore. And so my answer to that, my response, was to sit down the very next day, and I began to write. And originally, it came out where I was thinking that I would be writing the book that my one friend was trying to get me to write for years. And so it was kind of a little bit about talking about the man code and how to apply it and, you know, and, and not fighting certain things when it comes to men. Because although there are a lot of things that I may not necessarily like about the things that I understand about men, but when I just let it go, accept it as it is what it is and just keep it moving, it made my life a lot easier. And so, again, originally the book started off going in that vein, but the more I wrote, the more it began to shift and evolve, and it became more about women having a love, an unconditional love and respect for themselves first before they get into any relationship. And so all these great nuggets are throughout the book.
0: That is good. That is so mm-hmm. good. So, so why why should somebody, a male or female, man or woman, uh, single, married, why would anybody, why should anybody pick up your book and read it?
1: Great question. Well, for single women, it's wonderful because before we get into a relationship, again, there are so many women that are out there, well, what do men want? What do men like? And if you look over the Internet, you will very quickly and easily find some man who is saying, men like this, men don't like this, women do this, women don't do that. Well, and that's great. And, and I think every man who is out there who has written a book from Steve Harvey to Michael Bazin, um, right. there are several others out there who. Are you know maybe not as well known as of yet? Um, thank you guys because women yeah. needed to know that portion of it. But what that's I good. have done in this book is I have said, Guess what, ladies? I was single. Here are some of the mistakes that I made. Here's how I corrected my mistakes. Here is how I called LaShawn on the carpet. And this is what LaShawn has done by taking what different men have said
0: oh, and good. applying
1: it. To my life in a way that I figured would benefit not only myself, but my future relationships as well. And because I figured all this out and I did all of this, I was able to go and get into the healthiest relationship that I've ever had, the happiest relationship that I've ever had. But I was able to do that because I was happy first i wasn't waiting for him to come into my life to make me happy i wasn't sitting around on the weekends until because i don't have a man to go out with i was out there doing me and because i was out there and i did such a fabulous job at it when i met the gentleman that i am now engaged to it was just this he was able to see that and so that was you know a, a natural a natural attraction for him and so to finish answering your question, if you're a single woman, this is what it does for you. If you are a woman that is engaged, it kind of also gives you a little bit of a checklist because That's before true. you get too deep, and there's a section in the book where <laughs> I talk about the differences between a girlfriend, a fiancé, and a wife, you need That's to true. know as a fiancé, am I going into this really being, being 100? You know, am I keeping That's it true. real? Am I going into this being my authentic self or have I lied to him about some things? Am I hiding and concealing some things because uh-huh. I, have this, I finally have this ring on my finger and I've been waiting to be a bride? Because if that's the case, you have some troubles, <laughs> some definite troubles that are going to show up in your future because, you know, it takes a long time for a man to select a woman. So once he finally mm-hmm. does, whoever that woman is that he's marrying, he wants her to stay the same. But see, a lot of times what happens is women, we're a little bit different when we decide that we want to get married. We're like, okay, I'm going to marry him, but he's going to change A, B, C, D. He don't know it yet. <laughs> but but the, you know, and these are some of the thoughts that certain women have in their head. So they need to begin to deal with those things. And so that's in the book. And when it comes to dealing with married women for them, well, some married women weren't being their authentic selves when they got into the relationship, so it dr- addresses that but also it addresses women giving too much of themselves because many times in relationships women we're already nurturers you know we're already givers and, you know and, and just really trying to take care of everybody and a lot of times we leave ourselves out of that equation and so these are some of the things you know for a married woman this is a good reason for her to pick up the book so that she can do like a check and balance in her own life because she deserves to be happy. Her husband deserves to be happy. Her children deserve to be happy. And she is also a part of the equation. She deserves to be happy too.
0: Oh, that girl. You <laughs> so once you walked into that, that mindset, here comes the the man of your dream. So since you have authored this book and and you're this relationship expert what has this happiest relationship you ever been in your life quote unquote what have have you additionally learned about LaShawn in this relationship Ooh, that's a coach question right there Dr. Shannon <laughs> <laughs> you know I go there with you. you
1: know how you we do, do. You, know how you, you
0: do, you do.
1: do. I, sh- I should have been expecting this what have I learned about myself? Um, you know, it's interesting because he continues to show me me. Amen. And, and, and there's, I, I talk about this a lot in the book, how the men in our lives, they reflect like mirrors. So when we look at them, the things that we like, the things that we don't like, um, a lot of that, they're, they're just things that simply – are in us, but we like to point it out and we like to point at them, but we don't like to look at ourselves. And so with him, I am constantly being challenged. I am constantly um, having to look at myself in the mirror. And it's interesting because when I was writing the book, there was – a lot of uncertainty about whether or not I would bring him up, um, most of the people, or ever, actually everybody except for myself and him, I gave a fake name throughout the book because this wasn't about anybody else. This was about me, my growth, and my journey. And it's interesting because through that, through my relationship with him, I was able to say, okay, are you really going to be this woman that's saying, hey, I'm not an option, And are you going to be true to this? Because if you are, then you need to lay it all out on the carpet, and you need to put it in this book. And additionally, you need to be living everything that you said in your book. You need to be applying this to your life on a regular basis, so that you're not just kind of standing up there and just, you know, talking to other people and preaching to other people, but living it yourself. And so That's he it. has definitely helped me keep looking at myself because there are times that even as you know a life coach where I can turn my back just like anybody, anybody else can on the lessons that they've learned. And he has this way of getting me to constantly turn around and look. And so what I learned about myself is that I have a tendency to maybe sometimes want to turn my back and not look, and that was a mistake that I made in the past, and he's helping me not do that. So now it's like, nope, redirect your attention, look at yourself, look at you. Is LaShawn being her best today? Is LaShawn
0: giving her all today? (laughs) And, you know, again, I, I really want you to echo with everybody And I want you to say this again for emphasis. The moment that you really truly began to love LaShawn, he showed up. And I I really need you to stress that to everybody because I, I talk about it. I talked about it this morning. If you don't love yourself, it is criminal to expect somebody else to love you. And you really, you and I have gone back and forth with this, and I've seen you grow. So much over the last six years and and I'm honored uh to know you and have shared space with you share your life with you and uh I truly call you uh one of my best friends and I truly love you and i'm so I'm so incredibly happy for you i don't know who's happy for you you or me <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I really, you're so awesome uh, thank you I, thank you. I, I really
0: I really walked, uh, we walked hand in hand through some things, and uh, I just adore you so much. But please echo to everybody the moment, I mean, it was almost instantaneous. The very moment you began to love LaShawn, he showed up. And I really need you to stress that to everybody. How powerful is it for you to love yourself?
1: It is the key to everything not just the key to your success in a relationship with another person it is your key to your relationships with your parents and your friends and your children and your animals, (laughs) you know, whatever it is that you have, that really needs to be in place. And and I want everybody to understand this because a lot of people will say, you know, oh, I'm in love with myself. Yeah, I love myself. But then the deeper question is because on the surface, everyone is going to say that. There are very few people that I've met that would actually – you know, on the first question come out and say, no, I don't love myself, or yes, I have low self-esteem. Very, very few people are that self-aware where they would actually make that statement. So it wasn't that, you know, I I didn't love LaShawn. The problem was I wasn't completely in love with LaShawn. I wasn't giving LaShawn 100% of LaShawn. And so this is the place where we need to be, where again, I was prioritizing my happiness. I was prioritizing everything that meant something to me and allowing myself to just unconditionally be myself. Because, you know, a lot of women, you know, they miss out on that. They think that they can't really be whoever they are. Like they have to act one way or act another way in order for people to be around them. And I simply say, well, maybe you're just hanging out with the wrong people.
0: If you have to be
1: something other than who you are, then you're around the wrong individuals, and, of course, that's going to help you attract the wrong man. So being comfortable in your skin and knowing that who you are exactly as you are, that that woman is some man's dream girl. That's who he wants to be with, but you can't attract him into your life because you're acting like somebody else. So that representative is doing no good for you. So let, let all good. of that go and just buy 100% into who you are. Uh, I like to color. I am an adult who will get my Crayola crayons, my <laughs> Finding Nemo or Finding Dory coloring book. I will go sit in the park on a bench and I will color. Why? Because that's what I do. That's what I enjoy. That's what brings me peace and clarity of mind. So every now and then, you may find me out and about doing just that, and I make no apologies for it. I will never forget one day I was on an airplane, and I had my crayons and my coloring book for me, and I was in that mode, and I pulled it out, and the guy sitting next to me on the plane goes, is that yours? I said, yeah. He said, you color? I was like, all the time. He was like, oh, my gosh, that is so awesome. And I just sat there, and I laughed, and I colored. And at first, he was kind of just like really checking it out. And then, you know, about 15, 20 minutes later, I'm a few pages in, I'm still coloring. And it brought joy to another person. Why? Because he saw (laughs) me being myself. And there is nothing more freeing, ladies, there is nothing, 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 nothing more freeing than another person seeing you be you.
0: So because
1: of that, when other people see you being yourself, it gives them permission to do the same, to say, hey, what am I? How do I want to show up in life? So whatever that is, do that. You know, whatever your hobby, your activity is, something that you think, oh, I'm too old, I'm not too old to do anything. I will go to the park and I will get on the swings. <laughs> you know, if I want to do it, I do it. Me and my sweetie, just this weekend, we were out flying kites. <laughs> you know that. I, ta- that, ta- I that talked about now, We going to make more. a. You know, yeah. You know, so the whatever they call it from Hurricane Irma that was blowing this way. Yeah. We was just like, yeah. well, before it gets bad, and we went out there. And he surprised me. He sure got did. some kites, and we went out there, yeah. and we had a wonderful time. And the funny thing is, the kids and the adults were looking like, oh. You know, some of the kids were like, what's that? And the parents had to explain (laughs) (laughs) that it was a kite. But to everyone who saw it, it put a sparkle in their eye, a smile on their face, because that's what being authentic does. So, so yes, Uh being yourself, ladies being yourself, love you, and yes, it was very, very shortly um, because there was a healing process that I went through of just totally releasing things from my life, and you'll read about that in the book. Once I did all that and I completely just let everything go, forgiving people, allowing people to be who they are, not being angry or, or upset with anything or anyone, it was a few weeks to about a month later where I actually met him. So
0: yeah that, that's right that that's mm-hmm. beautiful but tell tell everybody how they can get a copy of your book and you know um I'm going to personally come to Atlanta and get my autographed copy you already know
1: I know that you are yes and very simply all they have to do is go to Iamnotanoption.com. just run it all together Iamnotanoption.com. There's a link there that will take you to Amazon if you want an electronic copy, or there's another link that will send you to order a paperback copy. And they are on sale. My sale was supposed to be over yesterday. I decided to extend it to the day, um, to today for any of your listeners who want to get a mm-hmm. copy. So the e-copy is $4.99, and the paperback is $14.99. So you guys have up until about midnight tonight if you want to take advantage of that. Go get it, get a copy for yourself. Christmas is coming up. Get gifts for your girlfriends I'm telling you you are going to love this book. It is going to impact your life in one way, shape, or another. so and I want to hear from you guys you know send me an email. Um, fill out my contact form. Let me know your thoughts, your feelings, what the book did for your life because it, it, you know i didn't write this for me. I wrote it for all of you
0: so get so how to. The- Uh, what's the name of the website again, and what's your email address? How can they contact you uh, on social media?
1: They can find me. Well, first, the website, again, is www.iamnotanoption.com. On there, there's a contact page that you can send that to me, or you can email me at Lashawn. L-A-S-H-A-W-N, at i am not an option.com and just using my name LaShawn McQuarrie, that's where you will find me on Facebook, Twitter, where else am I? Instagram kind of sort of, <laughs> Twitter kind of sort of, <laughs> but yeah, you can connect with me through the, through those social media sites.
0: Oh, thank you. Thank you for spending a few minutes uh, with uh with the uh, well, I guess I'm the vice president now of your fan club. I know uh your main man is uh the president of your fan club but I have been I I'll take vice president. I'm the vice president of your fan club, okay?
1: All right. You you have the position. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey y'all gladly, that, was that was my girl uh, Sean McCre-